Welcome to Encourage Me. This is your this is Jason Turner, your host, and thank you for tuning back in. This is a test recording to see uh, if I got everything lined up, and so you can record up to thirty minutes in your web browser. If you would like to record longer, you can use any app on your computer and then upload the file. Okay, so. Uh, I want to just talk a minute, uh, encourage me is the sign uh, that if you're listening uh, and you need encouragement that you can get it right here. I'm one of those guys that is optimistic most of the time. I'm not saying all of the time, but most of the time. And I'm always seem like I'm the one encouraging others like family and friends or anybody that I might be around. I actually am intentional about that and I, I look for folks that look downcast or downtrodden, seem to be beat up. Uh, despair. Uh, I do that out in public and uh, a lot of times I can get a response of some kind and I know that people are better when I leave them than when I find them and sometimes folks are doing that for me. So I hope that you enjoy the podcast, enjoy me and that we will have topics that you will want to listen to and uh, in a, eventually I will have uh, guests and other folks on here and may even open it up uh, for questions. So again, you're listening to Encourage Me, and I'm your host, Jason Turner. Thank you for listening. Uh, To say I'm uh, new at podcasting is an understatement. However, it is something that I want to give a try. And uh, one of these days when I figure out how I'll be doing video podcasting. But I want to start with some questions that I start with myself uh, almost every day. And um, I do have a way I'll start my day. And that's generally reading my Bible and praying to get my mind straight and my heart right. But questions I want to ask in this recording is what encourages you or what discourages you and then thirdly how is life treating you today you see yesterday's gone and it's never coming back tomorrow's not here yet and we're not even promised that so that leaves today it leaves the here and now so let's get to it how do you feel about you you see what others say about us doesn't matter It's what we say to ourselves that matters. We can be our own worst enemy, and I share this from experience. And I don't know who I'm talking to out there, but I know that if you tuned in, then there's something that you're looking for. And hopefully uh, our uh, voice personalities will meet and then we will be able to talk. And at some point in the future, I will be able to uh, add guests and take questions and the only expertise I have is uh, I'm a family man Uh, I was a preacher and a teacher of the gospel uh, for 45 years I still do that when asked recently found a uh, a new fellowship that uh, we started going to and uh, just trying to coordinate our schedules so we can I am a married man and I've been married now for a little over 12 years So, with that said about me, let's talk about you and me. How is life treating you today? And if 
life is not treating me the way I want it to treat me, then why is that? You see, I believe that most of my uh, damaged past has to do with me. Uh, sometimes I made decisions too quickly. Uh, sometimes uh, I didn't make them quickly enough. And sometimes I avoided my head knowledge on some things and went with my heart or my gut and wound up, uh, a lot of times I was okay, but it wound up in some situations that was life-changing. And so now I'm an older man. Uh, this is 2023, so in March I'll be 65. And I want to be able to share some of what I've learned in life with those that are coming up behind me. I believe that our life is a mountain climb and I've never climbed a mountain, but I do know that it's a, it's a team sport. Uh, in a lot of cases, some, some do try it and some do it uh, alone. But when you think about mountain climbing, uh, it, there's someone always reaching up to someone more experienced than them to help them to get to the next level. But at the same time, they're reaching down to help someone below them get to the level where they're at. And then at some point, everybody gets to the top of the mountain and then they wait for, for each other and then they can walk down the other side. That's what I'm talking about mountain climbing. We need each other. And it's impossible for us to think that we can do this thing alone. Now, for a long time, a lot of years, when I was a very young man, uh, people thought I was a loner. I didn't get involved in a lot of things. And uh, some of the things I did get involved in would be uh, uh, kind of rescue people. In other words, I had a brother that uh, drowned when I was only 15. He was 18 months younger than I. And uh, that, that did some things to me. I wasn't able to rescue him uh, because I was still a kid myself. And so I see folks out there uh, as a maybe a rescue swimmer might see someone drowning or going under for the last time and goes in to save them. Or uh, a counselor that sees someone downtrodden and they have the experience to help them find their way uh, back up. Uh, I have much of the same stuff in me, although I'm not uh, educated in that way. But through experience and through seeing some of the same things in the mirror in my face, I can recognize that on somebody else's face, and I have the heart and the willingness to help someone out. So what do you do to start your day? And the reason I ask that about, about how we start our day is because if we don't start our day like we want to start our day, then our day is going to start us. What am I talking about? You see, I start my day off before I do anything else with reading my Bible and prayer. That is something I believe in. That's something that's a part of me. It's something I did my entire life. And since I have such a history with it, it's something that I lean on to keep me on track. And now, uh, with all of that experience, and now with being settled in as an older person, I'm able now more to see what it is that can damage me and what it is that can build me up. What encourages you and what discourages you? You see, I go through my day seeking to help others. I go through my day. Uh, if I watch a movie, I try to watch movies about uh, family struggle. 
and how they overcome that. Things that will encourage me. I love comedy. Uh, comedy is a great way. I, I, as a young man, I sure I listened to coarse comedy. You know, where there's a lot of cussing and stuff to kind of get the shock effect. But I, I love comedy that just simply points out the crazy things in life that we go through. Uh, you know, like uh, grocery line. Uh, here not long ago, I was in the grocery line with my wife, and I realized never happens to me, but this day it did. I have forgotten my wallet. And so I sent her back to the car to get her uh, bank card because our bank cards are the same, same account and everything. And we were able to pay and get out. Otherwise, I would have had to been by myself. I, I'd had to stop the cashier, uh, let them know, look, I got to run home, get my wallet. I'll be right back. Just, can you hold the stuff for me? And then I would have had to rush. And that whole entire trip would have probably took 15 to 20 minutes while I've got my stuff in there that's cold and needs to be refrigerated. So that's a silly thing. And uh, it just momentarily disrupted my day. But I was able, because my wife was with me, to figure that out and say, okay, you baby, you got a bank card, so uh, could you go get that and let's let's get this paid out. The cashier knew us very well, so she just held things up. She let the people know behind us it's going to be a minute or two. If they needed to go on through another line, they could do that. And that was very embarrassing for me, but it didn't destroy my life as it would have when I was a teenager. Stupid stuff like that happened when I was a teenager. I just get red-faced. Uh, I couldn't think. Uh, stuff like that. And how does the things that I've done make me feel? I've overcome a lot. Most of us have. As, as I'm uh, talking to folks, I hope that I'm talking to the younger generation. I hope I'm talking to the generation that's just behind me. And I hope I'm talking to my generation and the generation that's just ahead of us. How do you feel about you? It's not what others say about us that matters. It's what we say about ourselves that matters. And what we say about ourselves will determine our mood a lot of times, a fact that we're on edge maybe, or we're at peace. I reconnected with an old friend uh, here about maybe two weeks ago. Found out that, you know, we've always had a lot in common. We go all the way back to college days and we tracked each other a little bit, even had a, a mission trip. He was preaching at a church. I brought a mission trip of college students to his church, uh, which was about, I think it was a five-hour travel. But anyway, they got to experience doing mission-minded work uh, within the United States, and he had a church that needed some help with their youth. And so that, that whole week that we was there, it was actually their vacation Bible school, um, it was a great time, and he and I really got to know each other there uh, apart from college. Well, just recently, I connected with him, and he's had some changes in his life. I've had many changes in my life, and probably you have too. Importantly, do we think enough of ourselves to do something for ourselves that ensures that we can navigate each day successfully? Mine is starting with Bible reading. And prayer. I'm mindful of my family that need prayer. I'm mindful of like I'm on Facebook, so I got Facebook friends I pay pray for, and uh, I share encouraging messages there as well. And on Facebook, I'm able actually to do the video thing because it's super easy. Uh, but sometimes the time is limited. 
So what are we talking about here? This this uh, podcast is called Encourage Me. I've had to have a lot of encouragement in my life from other people. And one of the things that I had to start learning to do was listen to folks, watch videos, look at TV shows and movies that actually encourage and build up. So much of the stuff today is just bad news. And although there's a lot of action in most of the movies, there's also a lot of destruction. And if you watch some of that stuff long enough, it's kind of like watching a soap opera. You may trust people at first, but if you watch a soap opera long enough, then you're not going to trust anybody because, oh, man, they're trying to tell us that this happens in real life when it's actually it's just entertainment. And, yeah, there's folks out there, maybe and even in your life, as there is in my life, that will try to manipulate us, uh, get around us, um, bring us places we don't want to go, and cause us to do things we never thought we would do. I've been a minister, as I said, for 45 years, and there's many things that I thought I would never do. But I'm also a human being, just like you, just like me. We are all created in this human flesh. What most of us fail to realize is that we're spirit beings, and the human flesh is our our coat, so to speak, so we can recognize each other while we're here on earth. And yes, I don't intend for this to be a Bible study or uh, a spiritual thing, but that's what uplifts me, and so that's my background. So it's going to appear, and I'm not going to deny it in these recordings, uh, just because maybe somebody that's listening on the other side doesn't believe. But I'm hoping and praying that something I say will connect with you to encourage you and lift you up. Now, listen, if I was going uh, down through the woods camping, I, I used to love to camp and stuff. My energy level is not there anymore. But if, if I saw a big hole and somebody was in the hole that couldn't get out, I mean, they accidentally fell in. And they've been there a while, uh, long enough to where they were unable to scream for help because they, they did so much of that. They um, just lost their voice. But here I come along and they're in this hole. Now, I don't know them, don't know anything about them. I don't know how they got in the hole. Uh, and I don't know why they was on that trail and, and, and how come they didn't see the hole. They must have been traveling at night. And if we're people that travel at night, and by that, I mean, we are living in darkness, then we're going to fall in those holes. Or if we're constantly looking behind us at yesterday, we're going to fall in those holes because we're not looking forward. If I spend more time looking at my rearview mirror as a driver, I'm going to hit the driver in front of me eventually because I'm not going to see his taillights come on or his brake lights come on. So that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So if you found someone in a hole like that, and you didn't think you were really qualified for that, how would you go about it? Would you track back, try to find some more help? Uh, would you try to use your resources uh, to get them out? Maybe like with me, I always travel with a rope uh, for a lot of reasons. And uh, so I would have been able to reach down in a hole like that with a rope and be able to pull someone out. When I was a young man, I was strong enough that if I had to, I could tie the rope to a tree, throw it down there, 
go down the rope myself if they were not conscious and bring them up. Now, all of that is kind of drastic, I know, but it describes life. Sometimes in our day, we're very successful. We get up in the morning, we get dressed, we go to work, we do our day, uh, we come home, maybe stop by the grocery store, we uh, take a shower, uh, undress, take a shower, and then uh, try to eat a meal maybe while we're watching our favorite show. One of my favorite shows coming up was uh, Gunsmoke, uh, James Arnaz. I love that show. Uh, man, that, that was an awesome show. Uh, some of the other Westerns in general is my uplift. If I could have lived in that time, I think I would have done really good. Uh, I've been in the country. I've actually ridden horseback. I've been, uh, I've helped with uh, cutting and marking lambs, uh, different stuff. I've, I've done all of that kind of stuff for a short period of time because I was on somebody else's place and I was a worker and I was strong enough to do it. So they would teach me and I would do it. But I never got to live in the country. And that was always a dream of mine. Now, the place I'm living in right now, yeah, it's in town. And I've been here a long time. My house is very modest. It needs repairs almost everywhere. And uh, the only thing that my wife and I have to our names is a car that we were able to buy brand new, which is a 2020 Nissan Rogue. Now, I say all of that to say this. My perspective has never been about getting and attracting the world's goods. In other words, I didn't work myself silly trying to buy the biggest house on the block. I didn't work myself silly trying to drive a brand new car every year. Uh, I was a family man. And even with that being a family man, I chose jobs where I could go to work and I could come home and be with my family. I never had a job where I was traveling and gone. Uh, sometimes I worked days that were too long, but I was nearby. But even with that, uh, my family structure, as I became a man and got married and had kids, um, it suffered. And I came to know that when people want to leave in your life, you can't make them stay. And maybe if you're listening to this, that's somewhere where you've been. I've had to start my life over four times now. And you can make of that what you need to. But uh, the lady I'm married to now, uh, uh, this year will come up on 13 years in July. And our relationship is solid. It's great. It's better than any relationship I thought I could ever have. But her family's like my family, and they're always pulling on us. She's the oldest child on her side. I'm the oldest child on my side. And the siblings sometimes just bail out and leave it to you uh, because you're the oldest. You probably should handle this. And uh, so her parents are gone. Uh, my mother's still living. My dad went in 2008. I'm sharing things about my life with you so you can see that I'm not one of these perfect people where everything works out all the time. It's because of my uh, stress and it's because of my life. It's because of the starting overs. It's, just, you know, it's because of failing and overcoming that I feel like I'm strong enough to come to you in a podcast and talk to you about all of that. On a sunny day, things are beautiful. You can see everything clearly. And on a cloudy day, you wake up and if you're prone to discouragement, a cloudy day is not your friend. Um, and so I bring that up because sometimes our mood can be uh, dissuaded 
just by the weather outside. Oh, man, I do not want to go to work. It's raining. It's cold. And, man, I just do not want to do that. But on a sunny day, it's a little easier. Uh, I always get up before the sun comes up. So, uh, But on a sunny day, like right now, I'm looking out across the field that's across the street from my home. And beyond that field is a public schoolhouse. And I can see people coming and going and, and end their day. But here's something that I'm intentional about, just like I am this recording. I'm intentional about helping others. It's not just about me anymore. Used to be, but it's not anymore. I've got skill. I've got talent. I've got experience to be able to do things better than I was able to do when I was 18, when I was 28, 38, 48. The things that bother me at 18 don't even register on the radar now. Why? Because I grew up. And from 18 to 65, I overcame some things. And one of the things I had to learn to do was that people that wasn't encouraging me if they were around just to discourage me, if they was around just to pull on me, if they was around just to steal my blessing or steal my joy, I had to learn to let them go. Do the best I can, uh, do as much as I can. But if in the end, I'm just I'm being manipulated by them, I'm being used by them. In other words, they cannot uh, get along without me. Without me giving them money, they're always calling up and saying, this has happened and they need this and need that. You know, all of us don't need that in our life. In fact, none of us need that in our life. It's one thing to help a person when they're down and out. It's another thing to have people in your life that never, no matter how old they get, no matter how many years you've known them, they never grow to a point where they can be independent. An independent is is good in in the financial aspect all of us are going to need help from time to time but i remember the very first time that that i had to go to a food line i was working two jobs and i had expenses that had exceeded the two jobs i was working and this part of this recording is not very encouraging but what i did learn in that moment i was standing in line it was a cold day I had a jacket on, and in front of me was a young lady with a little girl that was about, I think she was four or five, and uh, the, the little girl was just shivering, and I was feeling depressed about the fact I was in this food line, and, and I felt like, well, you know, I'm educated, uh, I, I, I'm responsible in working, so how did this happen to me? Why am I standing here? You know, I was about Man, I guess I was about 30, maybe a little older. Uh, maybe I was 34, uh, now that I'm thinking about it. But in that moment, with me feeling bad about myself, there was a, 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 a little girl that needed some help. And she didn't have a jacket on. In fact, she had on short sleeves and shorts. So I took my jacket off, which would have been warm on the inside because I was wearing it. And I asked her mother first. May I let her use my jacket to yell her done? Because they was in front of me. And she said, sure, that, that's okay. So I gave it to the little girl. The little girl kept looking up at me like, 
man, thank you. Uh, she was so happy, so glad. And in that moment, because I was able to help somebody, even though it was a child, I was able to get back to where I was encouraged. And I thought even in my most desperate moment, I was able to help somebody. And standing in the food line was not near as discouraging after I met the little girl as it was before I met the little girl. So you see, it's not always somebody who's going to be rolling up in a, uh, a fancy car, who lives in a big house, uh, who wears the nicest clothes, always looks prim and proper, that's going to help you. Sometimes it's somebody that's just barely able to help themselves, and they're still willing to help you. In fact, in life, I've learned that uh, people that have less seem more willing to help than those who have more. And so since I know I can't do everything on my own, I'm always trying to help somebody else. It can, it's never about the money because in all of my life, I've, I've never had a time when I thought I was just flush with money uh, where I could just give it away. Although I have seen folks, uh, we call them homeless or we call them street people um, who needed a meal. And now that I'm retired, not only can I give them a few dollars for the meal, but I can invite them because I have the time to come on in with me and let's sit and eat together. There's two things that happen there. One, I'm encouraging them to letting them know that your, your situation does not scare me. And so I'm willing to sit with you. The other thing is, is that they're there just to get money so they can do drugs or alcohol. Well, that's not going to happen because I'm inviting them to come eat with me. And if they can't do that, then I can move on. But what I've done is I've taken time to say hello to them. I've taken time to encourage them that someone's not as scared, is not afraid of their situation. How do you handle situations like that? And where are you at today? Let me talk to you just a minute about this. You are worthy, just like you are. You're an awesome individual, and there is no one exactly like you. And first time I heard that, I said, that's bull. But after I started listening to it, after I started meditating on it, I had to realize there is nobody like me. And I strive to be better every day. I strive and seek out somebody I can help when I'm out in the public. My wife now, when she's, she's, she still works, but when she's at work, she knows her husband is at home and I'm keeping the house and that when she calls, I can come running. I've, she doesn't drive, so I've got the vehicle and, and I take her to work and I pick her up and all that. Uh, but the same holds true for my family and her family. If they call and it's legit, I will come running. So today, as you're listening to this recording, and I hope and pray it's been a benefit to you and has allowed you to know you're not in the sinking ship by yourself. Somebody's there that has a lifeboat and is going to help you get to shore. I appreciate you for listening. Uh, this is 
I'm trying to make these as short as possible, but I appreciate you for listening. And I hope I did encourage you. And I hope that you now know that you can seek out being that awesome person that you were created to be. My name is Jason Turner, and this podcast is called Encourage Me, and I'll be seeing you on the next episode. Thank you.